All right, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the word of God. As I come to teach this morning, I'll make it known that I'm not trusting or depending on limited human abilities to teach, but I'm trusting in you. And therefore, I know without doubt that you anoint my mind, that I might grasp a revelation that will rise in abundance from my heart within. Thank you for supernatural recall of the scripture. And I believe, Father, that your word will flow from my mouth smoothly, accurately, clearly, without hindrance from anything, to every person's mind and the sound of my voice, bringing understanding, removing confusion, and that you will enter every heart, bringing faith, dispelling every fear, and we'll give you all the praise, the honor, and glory for all that's revealed and accomplished through your word and by your spirit here today, in Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Now, our message is titled, Time to Refresh Our Faith. Time to Refresh Our Faith. This is part three in our series. And today we're going to learn a very important lesson. <clears throat> I encourage you to take out a notepad and a pen and write in your Bible. This is, you will apply this principle for the rest of your life in every area of your life. Okay. Faith works the same in every dimension. Say that. Faith, Faith works, the works the same in every realm. In every realm. So these principles that you're going to learn today, you can apply everywhere. I've used these principles to get four different jobs in my lifetime before we started the ministry. Four different jobs. Okay? I've helped other people get better employment by using these simple principles. And it always works. Not any job, but finances or anything we need from God. So I'm going to give you four steps. I'll go through them as we start. All right? Here's my story of how these four steps worked in my life. Going back to 1976, this is before we started the ministry. I wasn't married to Pastor Bev. Before we started the ministry, this is something... But these are faith principles I put into practice before we started the church, right? Okay. I worked at Bear Brothers, which is a furniture store in Durban on the main street called West Street. This was their flagship um, furniture store. They had four different flights, four different floors of furniture. It was a massive big building. The ground floor was bigger than this by three, four, five times. And there were just tons of furniture everywhere and had four floors of that. It was right on the main street, as I said, and you could put your desk anywhere you wanted to, all 17, 18 of us. And I put my desk as close as possible to the main door. So on Saturday morning, now we had to work Saturdays, and I was standing close to my desk when I saw a white, Peugeot station wagon pull up right outside the front door. There's glass windows all the way around. And I recognized the car right away. It was my friend Sam Stark. He had two surfboards on the roof. He got out the vehicle, ran into the store, bare feet, sandal of his feet, wet board shorts on, wet t-shirt on, and he shouted at me in front of everybody, Theo, Come with me right now. The beach is, the surf is incredible. 
I said, Sam, I can't. I've got to work till one o'clock. And I was still talking to him, and he turned around and ran out the store, jumped in his vehicle, and spun his wheels down the street. I went outside, I stood on the pavement, and watched him drive off to the sea. And I stood on, this, on the street outside, 10 o'clock in the morning, and I thought to myself, what am I doing working on Saturday morning? I have to ask God for a new job. And because of that incident, this prayer happened. All right? I prayed because of that incident. And so, Sunday I went to church. When I got home from church, I took out a five by three inch card and I wrote the following carefully thought out points that I wanted for my new job, okay? Number one, I wanted a five day week job. Obviously, that's the reason for the prayer, right? Number two, I wanted a repping job. I thought, well, since I'm going to get a new job, I might as well travel around instead of staying in one place all the time. Number three, I thought it would be nice for me to be the manager of my own department. Number four, I wanted a basic salary of $600 a month. Now, back in those years, 1975, there was a very good basic salary. Now, basic salary means whether you're working for the month or vacation, you get your salary, come what may. Then I wanted a structure of commission that made it possible for me to earn at least $800 a month on top of the basic salary, which gives me a total of $1,400 a month. Now, I was the top salesman in all the Bear Brothers branches, and I earned $1,000 a month. And every month, I'd win the prize for selling the most furniture. When all the salesmen came together, and they gave the check to the salesman for getting the prize was me. I got it. And then when I got the check, I said, thank you. And then I said, now next month, I'll win it again. And everybody said, you probably will. And I said, thanks for agreeing with me. <laughs> Anyhow, so they're all using my faith for me to win. And so uh, you must understand in 1975, you could buy a nice four-bedroom, brand-new home in America for $42,000. You got that? Nice, big four-bedroom home in America for $42,000. And then you could buy a brand-new, top-of-the-line, all bells and whistles, Ford Mustang for $3,800. Imagine that. That's 1975. So $1,400 a month is not too shabby as a salary. Okay, then number six I wrote on the card. I want a free company car. I don't want to use my car. I want a free company car and free gas to drive around and do the repping. And then I thought, well, what kind of car would I like? And I thought, well, I was watching TV and I saw all the rallies being won by Datsun, and now they call them Nissan. So the Japanese Nissan was winning all the country rallies, and the yellow ones were the ones winning. So I thought, I need a yellow Datsun or Nissan car, free from the company. Then number seven, when would I like to start working? And I thought, well, it's now the beginning of November, November, December, we sell more furniture than all the other 10 months combined 
because everybody's buying furniture at the end of the year for Christmas. And I wanted all that extra commission. So I thought I'd start on January 1st when the sale was over. January 1st would be a good time to start my new job. Not thinking January 1st is a holiday. It's New Year's Day, right? But I wrote that on the card anyhow. Then I turned the card over and I wrote these scriptures down. And I'd open your Bible, please, and turn to Mark 11, 23. Because we're going to talk about it. <clears throat> I wrote these four scriptures down. Ready? Got your Bible open? Jesus said, Mark eleven twenty three, 23, For assuredly I say to you, Whoever says, all right, whoever includes you, say that, whoever includes me. Whoever includes good people and bad people. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will come out, he'll have whatever he says. So put a circle around whatever, he'll have whatever he says. And whoever says, put a circle around that. Now, put a circle around says. How many times do you find it? For shortly, I say to you, whoever says, one, to this mountain be removed and cast in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes those things he says, two, will come to pass and have whatever he says, three. Three times says, put a circle. Then, put a circle around believe. I say to ever, says this man, doubt not his heart. How many times does believe say that? Believe is once. Put a circle around believe. Three confessions, one believing. So that confessing it is three times more important than believing it. You got it? Now, go to the next verse. Therefore, because of this, I say to you, Whatever things you ask when you pray, and put a circle around whatever. Whatever things you ask when you pray, put a circle around when you pray. <clears throat> and write on top of that time, time, T-I-M-E, time. Above the words when, write the word time. Believe that you receive the thing you pray for. Believe you receive them and you will have them. Okay. So when you pray, at the time of prayer, you ask God for what you want. You have to believe you receive it at that moment. And then when you leave there, you believe you've got it. Very important. You believe you have it when you're done praying. And then it will come. By faith, you believe what you can't see until it comes. Faith is the evidence of a thing you, what, can't see, right? Hebrews 11, 1. So, <clears throat> then go to John 16, 23, in your Bible. That's the third scripture. 
Jesus said, most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Ask and you will receive as your joy may be full. So this God wants me to have full joy. So he said, ask the Father and he will give it to you. Okay? Now, then what I did, <clears throat> I wrote that on the other side of the card. So I had my, my request on the front, my scriptures on the back, and then I knelt by my bed with my card in my hand, elbows on my bed, and I began to meditate on those scriptures. Why? Because faith comes by hearing the word. So I read them out aloud to myself. About 15 minutes, just read them out, read them out. And as I did, faith kept rising in my heart. And then there came a point when I knew, if I pray now, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get it. God's going to hear me and answer the prayer. At that moment, I prayed. I said, Father, Jesus said the following. I read out the scriptures. So I'm asking you for this, and I read out the seven points. Then I said, Father, Jesus said, I must believe I receive it now while I'm praying at this time. So I said, I receive it. Thank you for hearing my, answering my prayer. I believe you've got it. It's taken care of. I have the job with these items. I have it. And then I wrote the time and the date on the card that I got the job. So I got my job at that time and that date, November 3. Okay? November 3, I got my job, and I got the time and the date right there on the card. You got it? So, then, Monday, I went to the office, and I went to see one of the salesmen. Now, it's big news if somebody resigns, especially if you're the top salesman organization. So I said to one of the salesmen, I said, I want to tell you a secret, but you can't tell anybody. He said, what's, what's going on? I said, well, I'm resigning. He said, what? Why? You're the top salesman in the organization. I said, well, I've got a far better job, a lot more money. So I said, do you want to know about it? He said, yeah, I want to know. Tell me about it. So I went through all seven points. Slowly, one at a time. He just kept saying, wow, wow, wow. Then at the end of it, he asked me a question, which surprised me, and I didn't have the answer for, and I was, had to think fast. He said, so, where is this job? I had no idea where it was, and so I didn't know what to say, and then I just thought, it's a secret, I can't tell you. <laughs> so he said, okay, then he said, are there any more vacancies? <laughs> so I said, no. He says, well, if one comes up, let me know. I said, fine, I'll let you know if one comes up. And I found, when I walked away, that my faith went to a much higher level after talking about it. So Jesus said, believe you've got it. And then he said, he said say it. He said, say it. You've got to say what you believe. You can't just believe. Mark 11, 23. Whosoever believes and says will have whatever he 
says. So that someone must believe in my words and say them, then they come to pass. So, <clears throat> then um, the next day I did the same thing. 17 days in a row. I told everybody, by the end of those 17 days, my faith was through the roof. Then the devil came to steal the word. Mark chapter 4. He always comes to steal the word, to stop your faith working. Because faith comes from the word, right? So, he says to me, it's the end of November. You haven't looked in one newspaper for a job. You haven't asked one person or one friend if they know of a job. You haven't asked anybody at church if they know of any jobs. You've done no inquiries. And you don't have any clue where you're going to work. This is not working. This is not working. So I ran upstairs to the restroom, shut the door, took out my card, and I looked at the scriptures. Why would I do that? Faith comes by hearing the word, right? The devil's coming to steal the word. I put the word back in. Meditate on my word. These four scriptures. Lord, I've got this job because your word says. Amen? Doesn't matter. I don't have to look at newspapers. Why would I go look at newspapers? I've already got a job. I've, I've had one for 30 days. I don't need to go look for a job. That's what I said to the devil. Then, the second temptation came to steal the word. Christmas time. They all say, well, it's Christmas now. Prove you really have this job. Resign. Because you don't know where it is. You've got no idea. Just resign. Show me you believe. And I said, no, Mr. Devil. There's still a lot of commission coming this next week. I'm not resigning. Besides, the word is the evidence I've got this job. I don't need to prove anything to you. All right. Then on New Year's Day, January 1st, I was supposed to be starting my new job, right? And since I didn't know where I was working, I didn't know who my boss was, I couldn't ask him if I could go to the beach. So I just went. So it's a holiday anyway. I didn't think about it being a holiday. And I went to the beach. I went surfing about 9 o'clock, came back at about 3 and I found a note on my door, a little card with a sticky tape saying, phone Mike Worstays urgently. And I know who he is. He was um, a men's fellowship leader in another church, which we fellowship with on occasions. So I'd met him a few times, but I didn't know him well. So I called him. Excuse me. I said, hi, Mike, it's Theo. The devil's not going to stop me from preaching the word. Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> the word is working. I'm, I'm well, praise God. So... <clears throat> I said, how can I help you? He says, well, I've been waiting out New Year's Day, waiting all day for you to call. The other director, Mike Taylor, is here with us. We took off the whole day to wait for you to phone us. I said, how can I help you? He says, well, 
come for an interview. I said, okay, I'll just have a shower and I'll come on over. He said, no, well, I said, I'm in my, my um, I've got my board shorts on, I'm wet, wet t-shirt, sand on my feet, hair's all messed up. He said, come as you are. So I went over, just like that. He showed me all the products they have to sell precast concrete products to the building industry, to the road industry. He said, can you sell this? I said, sure I can, I can sell anything. He said, okay, let's go sit in the office. So we sat down in the office. He says to me, um, how much do you want? And I knew exactly what I wanted. I had those seven points. I just, I didn't have to look at my card. I just mentioned him. He wrote each one down carefully. I waited for him to write them down, which we had every one of them. And then he said, I've never paid anybody, any salesman, this kind of money. I said, Mike, this is a small company. You need the best salesman, and that's me. He said, you can't afford the luxury of a small, inexperienced salesman. You have to have the best. And I said, God's anointed me. I'll sell 10 times more than your previous salesman. He said, okay, you got the job. When do you want to start? When do you want to start working? I said, right now. Today, January 1st. He said, really? I said, yes. He said, great. You got it. It's your job. <laughs> he agreed to give me all those items. All those items. Now, I went back to Bear Brothers and resigned. And Billy White, the sales manager, said to me, you're going to have to speak to directors. They're not going to let you go. So I went to the head office, and they said to me, um, we, we want you to work. We don't want you to leave. How can, we, how can we make you stay? I said, no, I've got a very good job, and I told him about it. And I didn't tell him about it, I just said, there's a lot more money. So he said to me, well, you know, you've got to work for 30 days by law. You can't just resign. I said, I know. He said, so where are you going to work? Now, I knew the policy. If I was going to work for opposition company, he'd fire me and pay me. But if I was to work for somebody who had nothing to do with furniture, he'd make me to work for the month. I knew that. So I said to him, I can't tell you I'm going to work. I can't tell you. He says, well, I'm going to have to let you go, but I'll pay you for the full month of January. I said, fine, we'll work. That's, that works out for me. <laughs> so then I went straight back to Tady Concrete, and I said, I'm here to work, and I got two months salary from two different companies. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> now let's think about this. Let's think about this amazing miracle. Because God arranged for John, the salesman at Tady Concrete, to get a better job at Grinica Construction a few days before they called me in. I knew John. He was a good salesman. And now because this vacancy came up, they had to think about who to replace him with. And of all the people 
they called me. So God had John Razan get a job at Grinica. Then he had those people, the director Mark Wistos, Mark Taylor, come into the office all day on a vacation, leave their families, and wait there until I called. They wanted me and wait till I called. And then when I came in, they employed me right away and gave me everything I asked for, exactly as I asked for it. You think how God arranged all those circumstances because I believed him. Now, a lot of people who have done this, same thing, have come to me with the, the card. Like I said, go write it on the card, do all that. And I said to them, now, when are you starting your new job? And they'd tell me. So I said, when do you believe you'll get your job? They should be saying, I believe I got my job when I prayed. But they say, I'm going to get my job three days, three days time, a month's time. And I say, you're not going to get it. You'll never get it. That's hope. You've got to believe you've got the job before you get the job. You've got to believe you've got the job when you pray. You can't say, I prayed for a new job. I believe I'll get it come the next month. That's not faith. It's not going to work. Faith says, I've got it now. So you've got to say, at the time of prayer, I receive my new job. I have it now. Uh, and that's what I did. I had my job when I prayed, but I only wanted to start January 1st. Do you see the difference? Okay. It's not like I was getting the job January 1st. I got the job when I prayed, beginning of November. All right. So now next weekend, we're going to continue part four in this series, Time to Refresh Our Faith. And it's very powerful. You can't miss it. These lessons are life-changing. And you'll use them for the rest of your life, and you help others as well. Don't miss next weekend. Amen? I will love you very much. God bless you. And come and pray with us. How many of you speak in tongues here? I expect to see you on Tuesday night.